I'm Lawrence Carroll, and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. I'm the author of ETFs for the Long Run, Dividend Stocks for Dummies, and a contributor to Forbes.com and Barron's. Each week on Two Question Tuesday, we randomly pick and answer two questions from clients of Focus Wealth Management. This week's questions will be answered by Phil D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth, and Michael Passante, the firm's Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, everybody. Phil, Larry. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Mike. How are things going today? Good. Looks good. Looks good thus far. We'll see. So uh, good to see you're back from vacation now, Phil. Hope everything is doing well. And um, vacation season is over, but earnings season is starting up, giving us news on how good or bad the last quarter actually was. Companies such as Merck, Apple, Johnson & Johnson, and Verizon are all posting disappointing earnings. Bank stocks such as J.P. Morgan and Morgan Stanley have been mixed. And yesterday, Bank of America saw revenue rise 5%, but earnings dropped 32% year over year to $6.25 billion after the bank took a $523 million provision for credit losses. So what's your expectation for earnings season, and what do you think this says about the economy? So look, the banks are extremely important. Um, <clears throat> numbers came in weaker than expected, especially at the larger banks, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs. Uh, Goldman Sachs and, and, and Citigroup actually had amazing trading revenues, uh, and the earnings were not as bad as people expected. So I think that's really good. I like what uh, Jimmy Gorman from Morgan Stanley said it. Uh, he said, look, that earnings season is, is challenging. It's a challenging market, but it's not as complex as 2008. And so, you know, when you look at the bank earnings reports, when you look at what the CEO said, whether it's Jane Frazier at Citi or uh, Goldman or, or, or um, Morgan Stanley with Jim Gorman, uh, you know, they think that we are not headed towards a recession this year. Uh, I might disagree with that, but I do think that the earnings quality are better than expected. And that that's something really big. Um, you know, I know JP Morgan stopped their stop, stock buyback. Uh, that was uh, a little bit uh, frustrating to a lot of investors. Um, but if you look at the yields that these banks are kicking off, if you look at the revenue that they're still making, uh, I'm pleased thus far with the quality of earnings. Don't forget, next year, when you look at the comparisons year over year, it's setting up to be pretty bullish. So, um, you know, we might be in tough times right now, uh, but I think when you look forward, especially at the financials, we'll see what tech does. I think there's a lot of value in these stocks right here that you need to take advantage of. You know, when I was away on vacation, I kept I kept looking at the fields uh, in Tuscany, and we've never been there this time of year uh, when there's hay growing. And we're usually there when the hay is all plowed under and the season's over. And, you know, you can't grow hay all year long. You can't cut hay all year long. There's a season to plant, there's a season to reap, and there's a season to till under. And, you know, this is when you plant your seeds for the future uh, and, and you don't harvest. And so right now is good planting time. Uh, you got to be buying some of these stocks at these levels. You're getting great dividends. You're getting paid to wait. And as long as the situation doesn't change from today, uh, I think that these are great purchases long term. I really do, especially when you look at uh, a company like Citigroup last week, uh, up 16 percent in one day. Uh, that's a big move. I don't remember a move like that, not even during the financial crisis. So I think some of these uh, banks are being thrown maybe out with the bathwater uh, and they represent some good values long term. Absolutely. Yeah. So far on the aggregate, earnings are down about 10 percent year over year. 
Now, this is a very tricky earnings reporting period because we're literally facing the mother of all comparisons because a year ago right now, earnings were up 100% year over year because a year ago we were comping against the second quarter of 2020. So last quarter's earnings season was particularly difficult because a lot of companies reacted very negatively to to the forward guidance that they were uh, that leadership and management was basically putting out there. You're seeing a little bit of a different scenario so far. It's still very early, but it's. I think this quarter is going to be really important in terms of what companies say, because it, it, it's ironic and interesting because in some aspects, not necessarily on the earnings front, because I think you're starting to see a real big separation in terms of leadership and management, in terms of yeah. corporate execution and what these companies can do. Yeah. Part of me is actually look, rooting for worse data in some areas because that means next year at this time period, we're going to be comping against easier numbers. And that's partially some of the difficulty that we're being faced with is these really insane year-over-year comparisons. So I still like that. It's important to say this is not 2008 complex, right? Yes. I love that statement. I think that's big. And you watch energy prices start coming down. I think the inflation data comes out of here by year end. Uh, you know, uh, this this is a good time to be to be getting ready for long term investments and to be placing seed money. Yes. Um, I mean, this should pretty much be comparing it to 2019, right? To get a better um, same as same as kind of um, comparison. It's actually really interesting because a, a lot of people, most numbers are still incrementally up significantly from 2019. Um, the one problem that you're having when you're looking at the next year versus looking back toward 2019, even though revenues and earnings are up, there was a really big margin explosion during COVID. Companies really started to, their margins and top line revenues flew more into their earnings because their margins expanded so much. You're seeing a little bit of margin compression compression in certain areas. And that's why I made the comment before about really solid management teams being able to execute, keeping their cost structures appropriate, and then inventory levels appropriate so that simultaneously, a lot of these revenues can be maintained and flow back down into earnings. Um, So some of the poorly executing companies are worse off than 2019 because their revenues have grown, but their earnings aren't better. Some of the better management teams are in much better shape. So I think really over the course of the next 12 months, the story with inflation being as high as it is, is going to be how companies can maintain their, uh, these wide margins at the best appropriate levels and manage their inventories, considering where we're at in the cycle. Yeah. Okay. Well, looks like the market went up yesterday, even though earnings weren't so great. So we haven't seen capitulation selling, but are the signs telling us the market is at a bottom? So it's really tricky. And this is a great question because I've had a lot of people who are looking at how much the market's down and they want to take advantage of some of the opportunities that are going to eventually unfold. And I'm trying as hard as I possibly can to be really patient considering the magnitude of the slowdown. Um, A lot of people aren't really coming out and saying that we're in a recession yet, even though, I mean, call a spade a spade, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth is a recession. It's not going to feel like 2008. It's not going to feel like COVID um, because the magnitude of the downturn isn't going to be as deep. It could be a little bit more, well, certainly more prolonged than COVID, but a little bit more prolonged than you know we've been used to in certain slowdowns. I saw an interesting statistic last week that 
based off of credit spreads and distresses in the corporate bond markets, we're at the point where the Fed usually capitulates. The Fed hasn't capitulated yet. Inflation really still hasn't gone down. So I think it's appropriate to continue to be patient and wait to see when the data will incrementally improve. I'm growing more optimistic as time goes by because, again, the market is a forward price forecasting mechanism. And as we get into the fall, the market's going to start forecasting out 2023, which as long as something doesn't break and get materially worse, you're looking at a a much better incremental economic setup comping against easier margins, inflation easing. The political calendar also lines up a lot better. Um, Ironically, we're following a very close seasonality four-year presidential cycle in terms of the second year being really weak, bottoming out sometime in the fall. So a lot of things line up for me around that time period. I don't- Yeah, I mean, look, you, you always look, yet. right? August through October, very tough months, right? That, that's that's ahead of us. So what at the low point, you're down to over 20%. You go down 25%, you could. I mean, time-wise, you know, you're not there yet, uh, but you're close. Um, and I think to your point, you got to speed up the calendar Uh, But it's going to take some time. And uh, I think that once you get through that fall period and you look at those comps, uh, you're going to be in a much different spot. Yeah. I can't call bottoms. Impossible. Berkshire Hathaway, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, right? Even those guys, you know, they talk about buying great companies for the long term and nailing the exact bottom is, you know, timing is almost impossible. But it's always great to buy things down 20 or 25 percent, right? than it is, uh, you know, up 10 or up 15. So you'll know when you get there, you're closer. Um, You're close in price. I don't think you're close in time. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And what's interesting is during the COVID downturn, one of the videos that we made over two years ago was the anatomy of a market bottom and what they kind of look like. And a lot of people believe that bottoms are a moment and you have this aha capitulation moment. I'm more of a believer that bottoms are a process that are formed over the course of months. And I have evolved a little bit as my career has gone on. And I would rather wait to see the data incrementally improve and sometimes not buy the precise bottom because you're better off catching some of a tailwind instead of buying on the way down constantly and trying to average in. Sometimes that can work. But very rarely do you look at a situation and you're like, okay, that's the market bottom. I mean, like 2011, 2015, 16, you had situations like that. But even during COVID, everything reversed so quickly. It wasn't that aha moment that that was the bottom. This is a piece piecing in. This is a dollar point averaging in and and setting up those plays for the long term and looking for dividends and good earnings companies that you get paid while you wait. Good sectors. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, look at 2008. You know, most individual stocks made their lows in the fall of 2008 when Lehman was collapsing and AIG almost went under. But then in the spring of 2009, the markets opened the year and went down 25 to 30%. That was the bottom. So sometimes it can be really difficult to have that aha moment. But again, you have this six-month process in that time period where you form the bottom. So I'm more of a believer that bottoms form over time instead of in one particular moment. Even though when you look at a chart, yeah, there is one bottom. But a great time for to put together a diversified portfolio, stocks and bonds. What, what better time than this to, to put money to work? This is one of the better times if you have a time horizon that can, yeah. get, that can get you through next year. 
and through the midterm elections, if you're incrementally patient, I think things are going to look a lot better to the middle of the end of yeah, next year. Absolutely. Well, that's positive. And um, it's nice to get some uh, buying recommendations, you know, a good time to do that. I think people are looking forward to your news like that. Anyways, that was great. And if you'd like to submit a question, send it to our email address, which is question at twoquestiontuesday.com. And we'll be back next week. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Stay well.